Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. Is TV really the new film, or just an inherently limited medium for those who hate movies? In this episode, we pit the best of TV against the best of movies in order to determine who rules the narrative format. Along the way, you'll get spoilers for Stranger Things, The Ren and Stimpy Show, Seinfeld, Grey's Anatomy, Breaking Bad, Parenthood, Friends, My Name is Earl, Dead Poet Society, Drop Dead Diva, Dexter, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Silence of the Lambs, and Hannibal. I think that all you guys and everyone listening to this episode can agree that, as a general rule, TV sucks. TV shows <laughs> suck. <laughs> what are you talking about? You can't come out the gate like that. Yes, I can. Absolutely. You know, in fact, get back. Uh, often on this show, someone will mention a TV series or something and we'll say, is this you hate TV or is this you hate movies? Because uh, this is a podcast about movies. One it's, of the, it, the, it's you hate movies. You hate movies. Yeah, right. It's in the name. We're, yeah, our, our, our podcast is called You Hate Movies. Right. You're right. Okay. And, and one of those reasons is because it's fun to talk about movies and argue about movies. If we were going to argue about TV shows, we'd get two episodes in and there'd be nothing left to say. Because TV, as a general rule, is an inherently inferior form uh, compared to movies. You're not the boss on this. So, <laughs> so I brought You're some coming people. coming out all authoritative. <laughs> and it, the reality is you don't have the fuego or the power. <laughs> Okay, well, wow. wow. This sounds like a personal wow. attack. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Bethany's here, and she's going right for the jugular. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to assume that Bethany likes TV. Of course I do. Bethany okay. also watches woman. a tremendous amount of <laughs> TV, let's be honest. What do what's, y'all know? What's your average television intake every Wait week? a second. Can I introduce who's on the freaking thing? I yeah, she's uh, she's being introduced. I want to know how much I'm TV she watches. Because you set the tone for this. Mm-hmm. You came out aggressive. How much TV do you watch I, every week? I want everyone to know. Her and Tyler were bickering a little before we started recording, and now she's a we little sassy. We weren't bickering. <laughs> he was yelling at me, and that was, oh and I'm goodness. the victim. We have more <laughs> recorded incidences of you yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> that might be true. Well, didn't he just yell at me? He he kind of did. Yeah. Is it incidents? He or called incidences? me a name. Anyway, <laughs> what, what in the world? <laughs> Who else is here? Wait, wait, no, no, no. I want to know how much TV do you watch every week? I don't know. Okay, great. Oh, she like totally five knows. minutes? No, no. You get home at the end of a long day. <laughs> you you sit in front of the TV for an hour before going to bed. Two hours, three hours? How long? <laughs> this is a personal question. <laughs> she's she's not gonna tell <laughs> us now. <laughs> you know that that she's not just coming right out the gate. It's and too much. It depends on if network television is back in the game. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, this leads or if me I'm trying to fi- finish a Hallmark series. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Do you know what I mean? You shouldn't be watching any of that. Sweet, I want, Okay, crap. then tell us, tell us what television, just what television shows have been your favorite over the years. Ugh, Parenthood. Over the years, that's so friends, many. I just want to know ER, which television shows have made the most impact in her on her life. Quantum Leap. <laughs> <laughs> did not expect that. Uh, I don't think I don't Star think Trek, the next anyone generation. listening expected her to say quantum leap. Oh, next gen. I huh? said okay. Parenthood. Yeah, and I got ER, that. Okay. Yeah. Friends. What shows do you have? White people shows. What shows did you have? Have you had in rotation over Bill the last Cosby? like two or three <laughs> months? Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like British shows, so. Sherlock and I've watched Merlin and Drop Dead Diva which is <laughs> super good <laughs> this is already going bad <laughs> because it's summer there's nothing to watch and yeah. I watched um, I think it's called Cedar Grove or something it's a Hallmark miniseries <laughs> I can't. I can't listen <laughs> to this anymore. This is, I don't know. She's anyway, on. That's, let's that's, get that's not it. She's watched more than that. <laughs> I know for sure. It's like 20 um, hours a week, right? <laughs> Oh. You make, you're trying it's to too make much. me look bad. It's too much television. Get out of here. Do right. you want to defend TV or not? You have I to am it. defending it, but you guys are being bullies. Who, who else is here? Uh, Patrick's on the show. I'm on the show. How do you feel about TV? I like TV, all right. There you go. Okay, how much television do you watch, typically? I watch uh, a few episodes a week. So about an hour a week. Of what? Well, it, it depends oh. on the show. Right now, I'm trying to get through Jessica Jones. So those are like an hour each. For oh, there's Netflix. Marvel Netflix show, original. Never. Yeah. So they're sixty minute episodes or forty. Yeah. That sounds 60 so lame and 60 terrible. Sixty minutes. 
Have you seen it? You just well, told me you're watching Hallmark right. shows. And you're That's what I'm saying. Have you seen it? Okay. So oh. what, what what shows have been influential? What what television do you watch when you do watch television? It sounds like, like a kid's limerick or something. <laughs> How much wood could a wood chuck chuck? Like in life? Yeah. In life, yes. What else? <laughs> Simpsons. Oh, I love the Simpsons. I like comedies mostly. Like? I, I like Friends. Same? Yeah, that was good. Okay. That's wow. it. So, so Patrick <laughs> likes Simpsons and Friends. <laughs> <laughs> I like both of those. I watched uh, uh, recent comedies. I like um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Well, Modern Family. I like Modern Family. Love Modern. I like family. shows like that. It's funny. The That's middle. <laughs> no, I don't watch that. It's too much television, Betty. Too much. You lost me. See how she? If we let her, if <laughs> if she was being honest. She could tell us she so much. She is being honest, and she's sitting right here. She's <laughs> watching them all. Apparently, I mean, all the more shows. and more are coming out. What else? What other comedies? <laughs> These are do you shows like? I've seen. Well, Bethany, what other comedies? Blackish. Like? No. Not that. <laughs> all right. Not anyway, anything? Anything else to mention, Patrick? I like um. You like Parenthood. I like The Walking Dead. That's still okay, going. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, I like Great. a lot. I like dramas. He's, they're <laughs> not. They're <laughs> not coming right to his no, mind. They're not. No. I wasn't prepared. <laughs> Tyler's on the show. Yep. Yep. Hey, everyone. And he watches TV. Yeah. He does. But how do you I feel like, about I it? I like television. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a love-hate relationship with television. I grew up watching television with my family in my house. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. That's how you it know, goes. And so, so my weird. childhood was constantly f- filled with television commercials and, and okay. Nickelodeon and TGIF. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that that really someone's going to pay for all that yeah yeah i i watched tv a lot as a kid i love nickelodeon wild and crazy mm-hmm. kids right every time i got home Double from school Dare? i'd watch wild and crazy wild kids and crazy kids sucked yeah it Double did. Dare was wild good. and crazy kids Double and was guts great. suck so boring yeah no legends but of the hidden temple is the worst i, I think yeah, that, that i think that it was the evening lineup like salute your shorts and hey yes. dude and sure hey yeah dude. You are can't you f- do that on are television. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. Those were great. Hey, dude. Ooh, right. so cute. Pete that Pete. one guy. Pete and Pete, Pete, Pete sure. was great. Pete what was, was the name of his tattoo vulgar. on his arm? What did he make Petunia. 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 Wow. Okay. Good job. <laughs> the redhead over here got <laughs> that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I enjoy television, but over the years, I've um, come to uh, hate it for its... Like detest it. Adver- like you advertising. Watch it's it. just it's just soul draining trying to watch te- live television. I can't do it. I that can't. I can't watch a show with commercials jammed in between segments. Oh yeah, because it's just, it's just killing miserable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so any television I do watch <laughs> now <laughs> is uh, on Netflix or commercial-free Hulu. I upgraded. I paid. That's for it. true. I have. Oh, they got you. I do yeah. know that yeah. about him, but. To act like commercials are just killing you. Oh, I like they're awful. I like it because it, it makes it tests my patience. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Why do you enjoy I need that? To be able to sit in a five minute break and not go straight into my show. No, I can't. Yeah, I'd you rather. Can go to I'd the rather bathroom. wait till the end of you the season. You can get a snack. You can get your water. You could also just you're pause not it. Like you're missing. You anything. could just pause your show. I don't want to pause it. I don't want to pause it. I'm you want stay someone else to pause it for it. you? Sure. I don't want us all to be on the same page. I don't want someone beating me and watching it ahead of me and. No, you know what I, I mean? can't. I can't do it. I I've tried watching live Celebrate television with commercials. commercials, and I just can't. Plus, you you're like, getting deceased. You mean like network TV? Is what you're saying? Yeah, like, yeah. Like Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, can't. But I I do like television. What I watch. What these do you days watch? Are shows like Breaking Bad. Oh Mad yeah, you don't that watch that these days. You no, watched no, no. that years ago. What I what I have these watched days. in recent memory and and what shows i care most about are shows like breaking bad mad men seinfeld seinfeld um downton abbey's great oh like my downton gosh abbey. i love downton abbey <laughs> i've never I'm so seen devastated it, so. it's over so add another tick to <laughs> bethany's list of it's <laughs> seasonal joshua <laughs> it's seasonal oh okay bethany do you like seasonal. game of thrones i've never seen it no I don't watch porn and trash. <laughs> okay. <laughs> dragons and and boobs. <laughs> Is that the tagline yeah. for the show? I don't show? watch dragons <laughs> and boobs. <laughs> dragons and boobs. <laughs> I haven't seen uh, Game of Thrones either. What uh, about you, Josh? But I've seen Kirby Enthusiasm. That's great. What about me? What about you? I haven't That's seen great. a yeah. single frame of Game of Thrones. No, no, not Game of Thrones. <laughs> TV. Uh, I... 
I resent TV and feel bitter about it, honestly. You know, I grew up watching television like everyone else, all the sitcoms, especially in the 80s. And uh, back then, Nick at Night used to show like the Dick Van Dyke show and Lucy. Mm-hmm. Loved. Watched yeah. all that. Uh, was yeah. it TGIF, um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Full House. Boy Meets those, World. Those kinds of shows were a part of uh, like f- our family would sit around and watch them together. Yep. When Friends was airing, we had like a weekly party when Friends was in season. Everyone, same thing when Seinfeld. I remember like having a bunch of friends over to watch the finale, everyone being mad, but like two people going, that was great. And everyone else said, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. They were like moments in time, you know, they were great. But that's all changed now. I resent this mentality that um, like the other day I was talking to this guy who doesn't know what he's talking about. And he said, TV is the new film. And I said, no, it's not. It's TV. <laughs> I think that we have <laughs> to. He's got a point. <laughs> we have to nuance that out. Well, actually, because I, I think in a way he's not wrong, <laughs> and in other ways he is wrong. Well, that's my whole point here. So I'm glad that you guys. I'm gonna. I've got. I've articulated four arguments ahead of time for why TV is inherently inferior to movies, and now that you guys have all professed your love for TV. I thought it might be appropriate to take you through them and see if I can convince you. <coughs> I think the clear difference between movies and television is just time. Time that you're able to invest with characters. But that time is only valuable probably in dramas. So you t- look at a show like Stranger Things. And Stranger Things is a fantastic series of episodes that could potentially be cut down into a single movie but would you want it to it's yeah i would majorly prefer it as a movie this all that time you get to spend with the characters and the plot development and uh that fantastic guy who played the sheriff <laughs> he was great yeah, all the winona riders heavy breathing i will say that uh even though i have this thing against tv and as a general rule i don't even watch tv shows um but I did watch Stranger Things. I watched uh, Daredevil out of mostly the Netflix one. The, ne- the Netflix Daredevil out of allegiance to that. I just like that character a lot and uh, found myself out of your allegiance to Ben Affleck. Yes, I do also love Ben Affleck. <laughs> if you, yeah. know, you guys know he's my favorite Batman, <laughs> <laughs> but not my favorite Daredevil. He, uh, he Charlie Cox is a much better Daredevil. He and Chris yes. Evans are two are two actors that have played two Marvel characters now. They've each been a Marvel character. Ben Affleck hasn't been two Marvel characters. He's Daredevil. And? Oh, you're right, DC. <laughs> that was way off. What was yeah, I doing yeah, in my yeah, brain there? I don't know. Shame. Yeah. So I guess it is just Chris Evans then. As yeah, but here... All right, go back to what Tyler was saying. The character and how you invest with them in dramas. I yeah. think, I think Sorry, it even works better there. with comedies. Because when you uh, watch a show yeah. like... Well, uh, yeah, so my my point is with Stranger Things, uh, I have a hard time actually making the decision if this would be more valuable as a movie or not because I enjoyed the amount of time that we spent. But dramas are telling usually one long story that is has purpose and has direction. Uh, but you look at other sh- shows, mostly comedies, sitcoms, like 30 Rock or Seinfeld, and they are so brilliant in their comedy, but it's all pretty short-sighted it's there's not like a long-running narrative typically that's driving the plot it's just characters experiencing different different situations and those i mean sitcoms they hinge on episodic humor it's almost almost like cartoon logic right everything resets everything's back where it was (laughs) everything resets it's like ren and stimpy live in a tree in one episode (laughs) and then they live in the belly of a whale in the next episode so i would i would hate to sacrifice and I don't think it's necessarily fair to compare movies to a lot of these sitcoms that exist. That well, not I would, sitcoms. That's why yeah. I want to get those out of the picture. And when I'm talking, at, when I'm harping on TV now, I'm talking about the TV that we have elevated to the place of film now, where <laughs> you're getting Netflix series or uh, A&E series that people treat as though there's there seems to be this kind of like readily accepted social narrative that's like. TV is now the grown-up medium. TV is where the real serious drama is happening. And films <laughs> are for like franchises and fanboys. And uh, and I think it's ridiculous. It's so, absurd. But sitcoms aren't part of your 
argument it is no because sitcoms to i'm talking mostly about tv dramas or or you know nowadays the tv shows that we're talking about most of all are going to be released on some kind of streaming service you're gonna watch them all at once and uh, yeah yeah i think that so we we have to remove sitcoms from the scenario but i also think we need we have to remove like those terrible uh episodic dramas like csi or yeah, is anyone or, um, actually watching those? No one that listens Law to Law and Order, I used stuff to watch like that. Law and Order. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people, that's, that's like Nickelback, man. A lot of it's people like are watching and listening crazy to that. Crazy Anatomy. Let's <laughs> oh, to watch it's these. It's like Nickelback, you mean that every, everyone says they hate it, but they keep selling millions of records. <laughs> yeah, yeah, somebody's watching Someone's it. Someone's yeah. listening to So it. we can't compare Grey's Anatomy to movies either because Grey's Anatomy, we can't take that seriously, right? So no, we, we have to limit this. To full disclosure: I have watched almost all of Grey's Anatomy. One of the only almost until I've watched. he quit on the. S- on but you know who didn't quit? Bethany's Bethany. still in there. <laughs> She's okay. committed. She's in Listen, a serious. You want me in a marriage and as your viewer. Committed relationship. <laughs> I am committed. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving. Faithful. So you're 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 comparing movies to this new form of dramas that are being released usually all at once as a Netflix series mm-hmm. or even shows like um, AMC has really raised the bar. At least they did in the years past with Breaking Bad and Mad Men and uh, yeah, Walking Dead. That's what Dead. I meant when I, what did I say? A&E or something? Yeah, that's what I meant. AMC shows. AMC, yeah. AMC took it to another level. And I can they see, have. I can see why people are starting to make that argument that television is the new, the new form of medium for, film yeah that's so that's what i'm picking on or that's what i that's what i'm pitting against each other you think of the shows that people are talking about all the time whether it's a breaking bad or a stranger things or even you know i I, we don't apparently no one here watches it but a game of thrones or orange is the new black the kind of shows that uh have made their way into public consciousness to the degree that we're talking about them the same way we talk about movies right and i think that movies will always be inherently uh will have the ability to be inherently better than tv tv is always going to be fundamentally flawed um or have like a handicap you know maybe the best tv show ever is obviously better than the crappiest movie ever but if you're pitting like the best that tv (laughs) has to offer against the best that movies have to offer tv will always absolutely pale in comparison and uh, most fantastic tv shows would have been better as i don't a movie. i don't think you can speak in absolutes yes i can mm-hmm. you want to i'm somewhere in the middle are we chiming in I, let yeah, me t- let me on, take bethy. you to my first thing okay. come on bethy are you take ready for this bethany okay mm-hmm. my first thing is that uh movies have going for it that tv will never have going for it is that movies can at least potentially be experienced in a movie theater now to me that changes everything about uh, the stakes of the drama. So you talk the, to people. The viewing experience. The viewing is very experience and what it asks of an audience. No one is ever asked of a TV show. You come into a dark room, you pay money, you sit down, you have to sit in front of the screen and for the next two hours. That's what you're going to see. And if you get up or move or anything like that, it completely compromises the experience. I mean, I can't count how many people I've talked to that have said that they watched. Yeah, I watched that season while I was doing laundry or while I was cleaning my house or I would have it on while I was doing work. And these are the shows that they love and talk about as though they're as good as a movie. But they're not paying it the proper respect. Right. Because as soon as you take it and obviously you can watch movies at home as well, but um, the way that you experience, you know, uh, some what what's a great movie that you saw in a theater th- this year, Patrick? Um, Captain America. I saw Captain America. I saw Civil War. Civil, Civil War, War, right? Yeah. So the experience you had in the theater. You really put him on the spot there. <laughs> He's like, I saw movies. What movies? <laughs> I couldn't think of TV shows. I can't think of a movie. <laughs> Compare that to say the experience you had watching even a show that you really enjoyed, like a Mad Men, where. You know, the phone, someone's going to call you and you might have to pick it up or your kid cries in the other room or something. It's just that they can't that that experience can't possibly even compete with the other experience uh, and therefore already has the bar lowered for it. And people accept that lowered bar and they embrace it. They watch Stranger Things with the lights on and with, (laughs) you know, in the middle of the day or on a freaking phone or something. Again, I don't think you can speak in absolutes because... That's certainly not how I enjoy some of these shows that I have committed to watching through. 
recently I watched Band of Brothers, which is an HBO miniseries. Oh, I saw that. That's great. And <laughs> I would only watch it in a controlled environment. I would only watch it at night. I would only watch it after my kids went to sleep. I would watch it with headphones on and it would be in a clean, quiet space <laughs> where I could enjoy <laughs> the movie. Clean? Yeah, because I don't want my kids to Yeah, but you're also you're also a person who like loves movies and the experience. Yeah. The average Joe's not watching TV. No, like you're this. you're right. So I'm I'm telling you we can't speak in absolutes. I'm just saying, yeah, I'm this saying, is one, I'm, this I'm is responding one point against <laughs> I'm responding to your statements with yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're saying the 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 best way to view a movie, like the best movie viewing experience at a theater versus the best movie TV viewing experience at home, it can't be compared because that's yeah. Yes and that, no. Because <laughs> no. like you I can't said, argue that it's like the best like, theater experience is yes, better than the best. Yes, home experience. a movie experience in a theater, you you can't get to that level uh, because the screen is obviously enormous and the sound system is expensive, and and there's snacks there. <laughs> I guess sitting down with someone else's strangers, someone else is going to clean it for you. You all but, have a social contract, but you them. are walking into an, an environment that is less controlled. People are disrespecting the viewing experience at home by not paying attention to the television show that that's on, but that doesn't mean they can't. Right. They the your home theater is a far more controlled environment than any movie theater would ever be. In theory, n- not always. And also, it's you're like you can't compare the two. You I can't. Just did. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing here. You just can't but because you can't say that a home. Th- home viewing experience can be better than the best theater viewing experience. Right. The best home viewing experience cannot be better than the best theater viewing experience. No. If you're look, if you're taking each at their best, no, right, we're a movie with theater that. will still win. But it's like comparing apples and oranges. No, it's not. Citrus and It's fiber. like comparing a big apple with a smaller apple. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's more like that. Why? Well, what do you think? I think it's preference too because i What's feel a small like apple? well sure it's preference but if you're just looking at it you know, objectively what if you're you one can't of these people. handle the people ne- well she's got a tiny <laughs> tv <laughs> she you, can't, okay. you guys can't see her but when he, her sentence just was squelched like that it was because her eyes went all big like yeah, i had she just wounded bad. her so personally <laughs> you are you do laundry while you watch the tv show that you're into <laughs> or yeah. You were like, what What season was that? Oh, I don't know. I was sewing something or whatever it was that you were doing. I was cooking dinner. <laughs> okay. Well, she watches so much, you got to do your chores. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is I am an avid moviegoer. I am. I'm committed to the experience so much so that I actually buy popcorn at the pop at She the does. Theater. It's great. Like yeah. I am, and I go often, and it's a part of my family's dynamic. And now in my own life, I go a lot. So it's not like I don't like going to the movies, but I like the ability to be at home in my sweatpants and feel like I don't have to go out to have a great experience too. And I just don't think you can, co- I, I can't like so let me ask compare you this the then. two. You are telling me that the best movie theater experience you've had is comparable in some way to you being at home looking at that matchbox TV you got. <laughs> okay. That's way okay. across the room. Podcast world. It's like a 39 inch <laughs> Do they make it, it in 39? Not tiny. It's a 22. It is not. And it is flat screen. It's That's very cool. Bethy, I would have less of a problem with the size of your television if it wasn't like 30 feet away it's from so your couch. so far away. Okay. It's They've been so to my house away. like one time. They refused to come to my house. Like... <laughs> So these babies don't know anything. Anyway, all I'm saying is there's a, there is a benefit that you don't have in the theater that you have at your house, the luxury of stopping and starting when you want to. And, and this, you're the this one that just said you don't want to pause your own shows. Okay. Well, just forget <laughs> I said that <laughs> for the sake of the okay. argument. And I think that the big thing I was going to say earlier, and I don't know if it fits in here or somewhere else, but it's that I like that it's an ongoing thing that I can access in my home. Like with a movie, it's like two hours and then that's it. Television you is more accessible. You know the whole story. And then like with television, you're like, oh, I'm like in it. I can grow with them and be in the story. And I, I actually have a whole argument against that okay, coming we'll up. Ta- okay, But great. I want to ask you this. I, because I think what you just said is actually a point against TV again, that you can stop and start it at your leisure. Th- you know, these little mini narratives aren't designed to be consumed that way. Y- you can't 
go to a movie theater and pause, you know, the the moment like, oh, the shark just came out of the water while you're watching Jaws. I think I'll pee now. And right, then you and pause I wouldn't it and want walk to away. at a theater. That's, I wouldn't want to at a theater. I like that you can't be interrupted at a theater. I like that's the benefit. Mm-hmm. That's why it's but better. But you don't always want that. You don't always. It's not like I always want to be jammed in a dark theater and have to hold my pee for an hour. <laughs> Because Why can't we just pee before and after? We um, are, but we're drinking while we're in the theater and we have to pee so bad. She does a lot of drinking. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Diet Coke. I just think that uh, that there, there's certain like kind of stakes that a movie theater environment creates that a TV show, even at your best controlled home environment, can't recreate. Because psychologically, you're aware, eh, if I get too tired, I'll just stop and start this again tomorrow. Or if somebody calls you or if somebody knocks on the door or if your kid cries or something like that. When you go into the movie theater, you're, if you're at all someone who is a normal, healthy, nice human, unlike you know <laughs> a lot of people that we end up seeing movies with, uh, then you're inaccessible for the next two hours and you have no choice. It's like you're going to sit here and the movie is going to give you what the movie has to give you and nothing can interrupt it. You're at the movie's mercy and nothing can like shake or snap the go- movie-going experience. Whereas TV, even if you're faithful, loyal... I mean, like when I watched the couple of shows that I watched, I did the same thing Tyler's describing. I waited till it was late. I turned off all the lights. I watched it on the big TV. I made it real loud. I tried to treat it like it was a movie. And still, I knew in my head, like, if I want to, if I'm tired, I can t- cut this off and go to bed. Or I can pause it real quick and go get another glass of water. And Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the point against. You're, you're saying that the movie theater is more of an experience. It's like a, a force of nature almost <laughs> where someone's son, as soon as someone schedules that showtime, that movie is playing at 10, 15 sharp, whether anyone's there to see it or not. It's like yeah. a tree falling in the forest. <laughs> and if anyone's there to see it or not, it is going to play. <laughs> so poetic. Mm. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know why that's. Uh, an argument I for would it, never though. I'm not arguing against what Sounds he's like saying so that's not an across the board uh, thing I'm just saying that that is uh, you have to admit and I think we all did the best movie going experience will always beat out the best home TV yeah. viewing experience yeah for sure sure okay now the second thing I wanted to bring up is something that Bethany was just talking about which is that I think TV will almost always overstay its welcome because the nature of TV is basically the same idea behind franchise filmmaking. Just keep making it until the money dries up. Even so, franchise filmmaking yields standalone pieces that will exist uh, in or apart from the greater franchise. Whereas TV, it uh, exists within a pantheon of seasons or a series or so. Whether Unless it's like Seinfeld, and we already dismissed the uh, sitcom, Seinfeld's an example of like, we're on top, they want more, let's quit, so it doesn't get bad. Uh, that's the exception to the rule. Most TV shows, uh, and now even these long uh, celebrated ones, they, they stay around too long because people are like, we want more, we want more, we want more, we want more, until they finally say, this has gotten bad. I mean, Grey's Anatomy is a fantastic example of <laughs> jumping the shark garbage. over and over. Yeah, doing cartwheels over the shark <laughs> and then backflips <laughs> over the shark. Uh, and people love to bring up uh, a show that I actually loved a lot myself, Breaking Bad. It's like, man, that thing is so perfect. But Breaking Bad had got had time to get stupid. If no one remembers that uh, in season five of Breaking Bad, there's an entire opening sequence where dubstep music is blasting while the camera zooms in and out in Dutch angles on two cars that are revving up while Walter and Walter Jr. are just sitting in their cars revving up because uh, they just went and bought new cars together. And it's going like... I loved that episode. <laughs> this, this is the stupidest thing. You did a good job <laughs> with just your mouth. And if we hadn't been in this for... <laughs> Move right past it. <laughs> if we hadn't been in it for five seasons, <laughs> we wouldn't have had time. That would have never happened in season three. Right. But we've been here too long, and now people are starting to say, what if we did this? No, what if we got I, don't, I don't agree. I think Breaking Bad is another one of those e- exceptions where they had a purpose, and they they executed it well. I thought they were being like ironic <laughs> with that part. We'll be they were. They, yeah, it was, it was a... 
interesting ironic commentary yeah, kind of like the mariachi music video <laughs> you guys don't know that was bad too you guys don't remember so we'll be right back after these messages i'm going to make these guys watch the sequence real quick All right, we're back. I just made him watch the thing. Now, <laughs> hey, in the break, you need to play that musical. Bethany was so distracted by Walter White's porcelain veneers. <laughs> she she goes out of her way to comment on people's porcelain veneers. And would you please just focus on the clip here? I don't know what we're looking at. <laughs> so you, you're showing us you're showing us this scene where Walt and Walt Jr. pull into the driveway after buying brand new cars, and then. It Cuts to some dubstep and some quick edits and some camera shaking while yeah. they zoom in and out of the cars. Yeah, you cannot yeah. tell me that wasn't stupid. No, <laughs> I love it. No, <laughs> now listen, so there's no reason to believe that that's not part of the whole character development. Walter White <laughs> has this very clear arc where he goes from hero to antihero. And along the way, he has these these moments of of like superiority as if he is some sort of gang boss or cliche mobster where he's indulging himself and he feels larger than life and that's all that scene is but does it have to be communicated so lamely that's kind of it was kind of the show cultural moment for (laughs) dubstep and so the show embraced it and they were they were acknowledging those cliches to yeah. develop that character they're in not sh- They're not in like caddies. They're in like Mustangs. Don't act like they were in on it. They thought that that was cool. They weren't trying to be like self-aware. They were like, you know, it'd be awesome. Let's shake no, the camera. I don't think they thought it was cool. There's no way they didn't think that was cool. It, I, I, I consider it this in the same vein as that mariachi band. That was like they were high or something. <laughs> oh, they were high. <laughs> they they were embracing the the moment in culture, dubstep and, and man, mariachi, mariachi music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but the point is this. So you know the general rule in TV narrative is exposition. It's about the relaying of information. Watch any TV show. And a tremendous amount of it will just be people talking and telling you what's going on. Not necessarily a bad thing. That's how the way the way TV works. Uh, it's the rapid, constant relay of information. You've got to get the factoids out. Here's what's happening. Here's what's happening all the time. Movies don't have to expend their narrative that way. And it makes for more breathing room and creativity uh, within the, you know, like a Terrence Malick movie would never in a million years work as a TV show. And mm, uh, barely no. works as a movie because <laughs> Ter- Terrence Malick is is better enjoyed in shorter <laughs> periods. So what I'm saying is that's what another not that we don't wait. Not that we don't love Terrence Malick, but I like Terrence. We Malick. can't yeah, we can't fine. watch eight episodes of Tree of Life. <laughs> eight <laughs> no. hours of that would be no. too much. No, which is why even the shows that I liked, even the shows that I enjoyed, like Stranger Things or Daredevil, I found myself thinking several times. Well, now we're just killing time. This is a filler episode, or this is an episode just to get us from point A to point B. And I found myself thinking, give them a few million more dollars and make a two and a half hour movie. And it would feel so much more powerful. I I I could see that with Daredevil. I would see that with Daredevil. But there's things, I think there's a point to what he's saying of like, even Breaking Bad when it was filmed over the course of five years, right? So let's pick on Grey's Anatomy some more. When you watch that show... Like at the beginning, they they got like little pagers and flip phones, and now they have iPads and stuff. But it it doesn't age that quickly, so they have to make the jump. So it feels dated and weird because you have to keep up with what's current, unless you're like The Simpsons or something. But yeah, they, they got a flat screen TV eventually. Yeah. I feel they like really you're arguing ears. you're arguing that the added narratives or the character development, all the stuff that's it seems superfluous at some level to you because you want a streamlined narrative but some people enjoy like parenthood it's oh like gosh. a thousand different parenthood. stories in one Ugh, parenthood sucks. shut up <laughs> you don't know everything <laughs> parenthood it's anyway, gotta be shut up. 
the don't best say case that. of first world problems ever. Anyway. Oh no, our oh, new okay. business. Like Breaking Bad is No, Breaking Bad, you which apparently you have not seen, <laughs> is not your stereotypical okay. case of first world problems. You're not talking. Parenthood right? is like, oh no, I opened up my own business and it's not making me all this money that I hoped it would. No kidding. Businesses, they don't always work out. What do you okay. <laughs> You're such a jerk. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know about the extra added things. I like it. It adds to the oomph of the whole story. And it's like Gilmore Girls, which I know we hate too because it's so stupid. I watch Gilmore Girls. I really like Gilmore Girls. It's okay. It's cute. I think that... You're not even letting me I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. I want to hear Daphne's thing here. I'm on this. Let me know if I'm on the same page with you here. Let me... So how I see movies and television shows differently is that the strengths of television is that it does give you more time to spend with these characters. And sometimes that is overspent like shows like the office, which should have ended at season three. Uh, but, and there's other shows where it works really well. And I'm thinking mostly of shows like mad men where you get to follow a character through this long series of ups and downs. Um, but what, what the difference is, is that in most movies you have that very traditional line of, of narrative where there's a setting and an introduction to a character and there's a rise in action as you slowly go up toward conflict and eventually peak with the climax <laughs> and then you have your resolution right so it's this very clear slow steady climb and then a quick drop right with television you don't have that traditional narrative you're you're it's more of an uh it's more of a flat line where you're experiencing it with this character every day with character development that's slower and a little more loose and it's more um day to day it's just more of life it's more existential it's in a lot of ways yeah it's well to be fair lots of dramas try to encapsulate the the narrative arc in the at least a season or something like that right but, but it's much more subtle the the rises and falls of these characters and the changes that they go through that's not the kind of thing that you can devote time to with movies. Well, that's very that few movies actually try and and that's the problem. Do that because if if the if the show stays around for five seasons or something, well then great. Maybe they can uh, you know buck the odds and somehow maintain quality over that long long period of time, even five seasons. But once you get into six, seven, eight, nine, or the double digits, certainly you stretch the places that you can develop characters to the absolute breaking point and it starts to get stupid. You start to get stupid. There's no way you're not going to do something stupid with a character, whereas if you are contained within a two-and-a-half-hour or you know a 90-minute segment, then that's the stuff that ends up on the cutting room floor in an ideal scenario. You're like, this isn't working for this yeah. character. Let's get rid of it. Whereas mm. in TV, you're like, we need more crap. Put this in there so that this character, which is why you get all this dumb stuff where, oh, she's got a brain tumor. She's sleeping <laughs> with a ghost, and these guys are revving up their dubstep <laughs> cars. Grey's Anatomy well, again. Look at, I don't know. When you think about <laughs> Friends, I didn't think it was. No, Friends no, it's episodic. shark several times even friends he, jumped the shark several he, times well yeah sure when when what was it who gave birth to ross's <laughs> head when joey dreams that rachel gives birth to ross's head yeah that, that was pretty bad every, uh, i think that every uh, parallel universe episode <laughs> i think that walking dead has been on too long only well, two seasons behind i assume it is at this point but they have spin off so. isn't that about zombies it is. Orange is the New Black has been on too long. I think Mad Men did it really well, and Breaking ba Bad did it really well. well How see many seasons of Mad Men are there? Uh, eight. Wow, it's a long time, and it stayed good, you think? Yeah, yeah. it stayed great. The last one was the split half. The th it, was, it was similar to Breaking Bad. It felt like they were telling one specific story, and it was all going to this point, and then it stopped. It didn't feel like there were any filler stories now, because when we we go nuts over michael bay for starting to shoot transformers 2 without a finished script but half the tv shows even the ones we like they don't know where they're taking it they just have an idea which is you're sometimes right. really great though sometimes, sometimes it is yeah like like I'm tell like, me what like they can evolve <laughs> like i'm sure and i don't know any like real examples but i <laughs> <laughs> I think that like okay. <laughs> well I just think like you get to grow with the characters I know Grey's is like too long duh we already know that it's expired but 
I think about like Parenthood and they ended and new and I don't care. I know no, you have, that show was on too long. No, I don't think it was. They got into the last two episodes and they just started rushing to get through it because they didn't know how to finish it. They were, they were just meandering. They lost the money. Otherwise they would have done it better. They just didn't have funding mm. to go into another okay. season. It's That's always, it's problem. always so they had to wrap it up difficult to see a season get cut short when you, they're trying to tell a story. They were trying. Yeah. Like my name but is Earl. That was rude. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Parenthood was just not worth the time. One, a hey, one example. Of Bethany's right, uh, Breaking Bad that we all like, except Bethany. You know the great scene when they put the machine gun. He puts the machine gun in the trunk. Uh, the if you watch the behind the scenes thing, he says the creator is like, we didn't know what we were doing. We just thought it'd be cool to put the gun back there. We'd figure it out as we went. Yeah. The oh, oh so you're saying them. the season opens with him looking at the gun and they didn't know what they were going to do. With right. It. Right. So it's things like that. You can kind of tell like they right. have an idea of where they're going and they're going to put little elements that are going to like uh, create it where the writers have to try new things or be creative right. to get there. But I, I would I would hate I would hate to see shows written by like Aaron Sorkin just disappear. Because he he's written shows like Newsroom and and yeah, West Wing, and the the whole idea is that you're following these characters through a series of events. They're both set in places where there's constantly new storylines being handed to them in a way, almost literally a newsroom because <laughs> it's about news anchors. <laughs> but the kind of the kind of we commentary that that television shows are allowed to have on society and culture are different than movies. Movies also have the ability to comment on culture, but they're they're being done so with characters that we're new to. So you you have an audience that is committed to and kind of grown in a way with these characters on television and then you make a comment on culture with these characters that you know and you trust people are actually paying attention more so i feel like television is a a stronger medium to connect yes. with an audience uh but it's you're right and a lot of times it's it's played out it's yeah. run but not its course every time i know then i'm again just to so reiterate we can't speak in absolutes not so yes and no. not every time but you have to admit that the nature of the thing means that, by and large, the strategy is keep it around until people don't want it anymore. Right. It's Which usually means about that you stretch the profits. narrative to the breaking point. Right. But uh, Bethany Allen. Yes. Sure. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Sometimes. I, I would have a really, really hard time deciding... Uh, if Stranger Things would be better as a movie I don't or think in its I don't current think so. form. I think it would absolutely be we better We watched as a movie. it together. How can you say this? I I'm not saying I didn't like betrayed. it. I really enjoyed it. And I found myself thinking, man, if I would love it if this had more money, if it uh, cleaned itself up to be two and a half hours and I was sitting in a theater watching it. That would be like a landmark so experience. It was eight hours. I think they probably... Have had they invested some money, probably could have gotten it down to six, but I don't think that. But I liked it eight hours. It means I got more of it. I yeah, yeah, I but, totally. But now you're talking it. quantity over quality, and well, that's where that's where television there's a value fails. System there for that. Yeah, I would. I like the quality. Well, so even Stranger Things. I mean, I know we're all super into it, and the world is going so insane right now that we're not allowed to say anything bad about it. But we could probably all admit it had a flaw or two. Sure. The, <laughs> by the time we saw the monster, which we saw entirely too much of, I don't know if it being a movie would have saved us from that. And then when we did see it, the budget was showing and it was like a PlayStation <laughs> flower man. Was that helped me it. though. So I wouldn't be scared. I was, <laughs> I was, exactly. you weren't scared anymore. Once you saw it, I was really upset when, uh, the bully that peed him, peed his pants was running after the two kids and they're stopped there next to the quarry and the big, cliff down into the lake and uh they said jump i said oh no we're about to see some bad cg aren't we and sure enough (laughs) (laughs) their budget their budget was showing yeah 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 it had moments like that and it had it had moments of strained dialogue you know we saw so much of winona rogers character and that one note performance that she did it wasn't a, a bad performance but it was just she was there to look like an anxious wreck from start to finish. Eight hours of that is kind of like went on a rider. 
<laughs> do, does this character do anything other than what you're doing? And I still like enjoyed the whole time I was watching. It was probably because Bethany was there and we had so much fun watching. Okay, the show I don't want you to say it ever like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. But that was mean. Or best case scenario, you know, the the reason Stranger Things exists is because the Duffer Brothers were turned down the job to uh, adapt it, and they thought Stephen King's it, and they thought, well, what if we just did our own thing and basically made it, uh, which would work better as a nine-hour uh, miniseries than it would as a two-hour movie anyway, which is true. It is a massive, gigantic narrative. And it is basically it. It takes all the major uh, touchdown points from the plot, and some of them directly so. But even then, I just kept thinking, what if this was like a trilogy <laughs> of movies? Uh, this exact story cut down to two, four, and six. So six hours, like mm -hmm. Tyler was saying, way more budget. And the first movie would be so good that you know it would be planned as such and executed thusly so that uh, we'd still be all excited the way we were. Would it, would it have worked? Would it have caught on culturally the way that it has? Uh, is it something about the way that it was released and the way that people consume it? I can't tell because that thing's like a full-blown cultural I've phenomenon. Got right some now. great ideas for the titles. Okay. You start with strange things, and then the sequel is yeah, we see where this is going. Stranger Things. <laughs> yeah, that's and good. then the trilogy, of course, strangest. They'd have to re and the strangest thing more, of all is seeing that flower, man. More stranger things, even more stranger. I guess I can appreciate what you're saying, even though I'm still kind of pissed about how you talked about our time watching the show. I <laughs> wasn't being sarcastic. I really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you this: You like Breaking Bad? Do you think that would have been better as a two and a half hour movie? Yeah, yeah I think uh, yes and no because Breaking Bad to That's me right. yes and no. started so strong as a black comedy and it kind of had a languishing period where it got lost trying to resolve itself. With he, Walt trying to catch a fly in his lab. I actually liked that episode. but the I'm saying it's, it's that weird moment of transition in his character that is important, but a lot of people didn't understand. Yeah, the entire plot or the arc having to do with the chicken guy, um, <laughs> it seemed, even though the, yeah. sh the show was still really enjoyable and the, it was like really cleverly conceived and written and everything, it seemed clear watching it, they don't know how they're going to resolve their own show. You know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. didn't se it seemed like it's still good and they're still maintaining high quality, but they're thinking, eh, maybe we're done, maybe we're not. That's that seemed evident to me watching it, and then it was only afterward that I found out that was truth. They had talked about ending it at that point. Um, yeah. So if television writers sat down and they knew exactly what they wanted to do, how they wanted to do it, when they were going to arrive there, and they made a a solid quality, succinct television show that was two seasons, twelve episodes, one hour per episode. You sat down and watched that. You would think, oh, this would be better as a movie? Uh, that depends. And this is my next and final thing. And uh, I, don't know ex I don't know how right I am about this, but I've got a strong feeling. Okay. So push back. <laughs> I feel like uh, episodic narrative, a narrative that's designed to be episodic like that, often kind of shackles the storytelling. Because not only are you having to make uh, an arc that like we're saying uh is is somehow loosely conceived over an entire season or an entire series but you're making many contained arcs within episode right. an episode to episode there's supposed to be an intro and a conclusion to every episode exactly which is so weird for shows like 24 where it's one day but the guy's gotta resolve things every hour that's the only thing i know about 24 i've never seen 24 maybe he doesn't resolve a thing <laughs> I maybe, seen either maybe the episode ends with him just running down the street or have something. you seen it bethany no oh wow you haven't seen 24? really please <laughs> <laughs> i'm so that tired of people bobo. telling me to watch 24 it's that show looks bobo, from like but 100 you, years ago but you watch <laughs> hallmark tv shows all day and Listen, i have a tough job okay <laughs> sometimes i like a little soothing <laughs> drama at the end of the day <laughs> maybe you might spend a little more time at the job and not so much time on the tv oh, okay you know? hey this is off topic but it's something i experienced last week there's a good connection between movies and television i was watching uh 
You know how I gotta I gotta give you a little more context here. <laughs> okay. You know how in life there are those bizarre coincidences that, and you think to yourself, what are the odds of this happening? Like two friends who don't know each other both posting the same comments and photo of something on Instagram at the same time, right? Across the country, they're both saying the same thing on the internet simultaneously, and you're seeing it. It's like, what are the chances? Yeah, it's crazy. Serendipitous. Well, anyway, yeah, serendipitous, right? That's a movie. Yeah. Serendipity. <laughs> right. Serendipity. Anyway, um, I experienced one of those bizarre coincidences. I was watching Dead Poet Society. I hadn't seen it. And, I, you know, it was Choose Your Own Adventure Night for me. I was home alone and just picked a movie that I wanted to watch. So I chose Dead Poet Society. And there's a scene in the movie where, of course, they're quoting poetry. And there's a, there's a, a, a part where he starts quoting um, Lord Byron to a girl and claims as if the poetry is his own how he says she walks in beauty like the night and whatever <laughs> else it is <laughs> anyway the movie ends and where is this gonna end up <laughs> the movie ends and uh i start watching dick van dyke and sure enough dick van dyke starts quoting the same poem to mary tyler moore claiming it as he his would. own in order to woo her now tell me what in the world are those chances of me choosing any movie that I can think of and then randomly choosing an old episode no, no, of the Dick Van Dyke show? You tell me what in the world this has to do with anything we're talking about I'm just right saying now. that I there was impacted go. the same way by a movie and a television <laughs> oh show in the yeah. same night. I what are know. those chances? <laughs> I want to know. Some obscure, some obscure poem ending up in both... The things I watched that night. I want to know if in that moment you resolved to save that for this podcast. No. Or you were just, you, you remembered that you wanted to tell us. I just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered it. It honestly was a very exciting and weird moment for me thinking, how, what am I, how did this? It, it, maybe it, you were supposed to take note. Maybe the listeners sure. need to comment on that and tell us, that, <laughs> tell us if you think it's relevant. I can't remember your last point now because I'm thinking about Lord Byron. I Lord was, Byron. I was saying that having to conceive of things episodically uh, shackles the way that you tell stories because you're responsible for resolving an arc every half hour episode or 44 minute episode mm -hmm. and you're responsible for resolving an arc every season and you're responsible for resolving an arc every I like that series so while that can be a satisfying experience in in you know its little segment form uh, it's not as good as a movie like in terms of just like sheer uh, uh, craftsmanship of a narrative it's a it's a way to hamstring yourself it's a way to seriously limit what you're able to do you if you if you're writing a novel and every single chapter has to be a self-contained arc that resolves with a cliffhanger or a nice little ending you're gonna sit there and be like this is so stupid i just want to tell my entire story this is a dumb way to write a book sure so we saw that in like lost where Ugh. every at the end of every, yeah. every episode had to be a cliffhanger in order to get people to keep caring. Keep watching. And most of the time, I liked Lost, so it was effective. Like, oh, I got to see the next thing. But I, there was I a liked lot Lost of in the moment, but yeah. that's exactly what the writers became. That's There's a, a lot of downtime. That's a stupid lost, like, imposition to put on yourself. I know. I, I don't have know. to end every episode <laughs> as a cliffhanger. Well, see, even like, I think better shows like Walking Dead does that. Every episode ends kind of on a cliffhanger. We're like, oh, what's going to happen next? But it could be just... Tune in next week. Yeah. Is it a cliffhanger or is it more of just like, oh, this is just the next conflict they're f facing? It's just when you put credits at the end of it, it feels a little more extreme because you don't know what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. I don't care. I like it. But I like the resolve. I've just watched Drop Dead Diva. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the show you're bringing up right and now it, to you know present your well, argument. Here's what I'm going to say. It, it, there's an overarching narrative, narrative arc, but in every episode... <laughs> It's like a mini one, and it always resolves the way I want it to. <laughs> Do you, Bethany, and I like feel that like every time when you watch these <laughs> shows and you're watching them? Do you often watch shows drawn out over a long period of time, or do you often watch them kind of mm -hmm. tightly 
uh, packed together. So I lose interest. Like some BBC shows, I just lose interest. Yeah, no. I prefer to be able to watch them back to back. Okay, which is the new term. Yeah, I don't. That it's not like I'm binge watching. In Friday Night Lights and jump to Drop Dead Diva. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to stick with Friday Night Lights until I'm all the, all way, the way done. Through. Which has also been was so a very powerful TV show. It's hard waiting a week between episodes. Yeah, but you don't have to sometimes. But that's like a that's like <laughs> a thing that people. <laughs> that is a device used by yeah. networks in order to keep you coming back, so they can keep advertising to you. Yeah. So that whole form of media is controlled so much by commercials mm-hmm. that it's to its own dem- demise in, in this context now. No, so you people can watch it on Hulu the next day. It's not a big deal. Well, no, no, I'm saying waiting a week and then having these oh, breaks yeah. along the way. There's so many shows that fade to black and then fade back in, and you're thinking, oh, that's where the commercials would have gone. But now that we have access to shows uh, at, you know, at as soon as they're released, they're releasing whole seasons at once. So as soon as one episode ends, you can start the next one. These are the shows that are becoming real contenders in people's opinions to movies. Right. Now, when you're watching a show like that or when you're watching a show on the BBC and but you're watching them close together uh, ways that, you know, uh, the previous generation didn't experience TV or even we as kids didn't experience TV. You couldn't sit down and watch all of Fresh Prince at once. Even the idea of a TV <laughs> show being available on home media was absolutely unheard of. Remember when DVDs first uh, increased in popularity and they were all of a sudden the f- season one of whatever on DVD? You were like, what? We could have that? <laughs> and it was just the best of VHS tape? I had uh, the first two seasons of Friends on VHS. Yeah. Ex- and each <laughs> season had four or five VHS tapes. Wow. I'm surprised so it was that few. VHS. Seems like it would be a lot more. When you're watching that stuff close together like that, do you find yourself, even when you're into it, you, this is not an admission of like the show sucks or whatever, even a show you like, super into, there's always the inevitable eh, episode was a throwaway or that episode was like filler to get us from one thing to the, the another. Comparably, because the one before it had this exciting development or the one after it leading up to, and man, if you experience them on network TV, like uh, you know, back in my Grey's Anatomy watching days, sometimes it's like, this was it for this week. I mean, absolutely nothing transpired in this last 44 minutes riddled with commercials. Do you feel like there are throwaway episodes and or ones is like, eh, you, you have to say yes. No, not with Parenthood, <laughs> I didn't. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I oh, didn't. I bought a motorcycle and scratched it. Oh, my oh, was so hard. Too perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I've now never you're seen just it. purposefully <laughs> being so dumb. You want to go outside and play baseball, but it's raining. Yeah, that's how it is. Every episode. So no, you don't think there's not any in head, I didn't. As a general rule, though, other uh, other shows. I don't know, but that's part of the narrative hop. You're just trying to get. You're getting deeper into the story. That you're wasting. An Everything hour is valuable. Not every. Not, it's not a waste. Because you learn something new about the character, you learn something new about the story or the whatever. It's great. It's part of the experience, and you're experiential. That's why I just think it's weird that you're so. Well, here's another great example. I I mean, like again, I enjoyed Stranger Things, like the rest of the world, uh, and I didn't feel like in those eight episodes there wasn't really a throwaway episode. They were they had some of them had moments that I thought were flawed, but they were few and far between. and I was like, great, awesome. That was eight episodes, cool. And now I'm thinking, there's no way that second season's not going to be dumb. We're, how are we going to tell more of this story? I mean, I'm open for it. Yeah, I'm skeptical of a second season. It's a bad idea to I tell more of that too. story. I say, let him, let him try. But if it doesn't work, then let's just stop. I know. I don't want him to push it too there hard. Are some shows that, there are some shows that are based on uh, some sort of source material where the first and second season are really strong because they know where they're going. Uh, but eventually they start running out of material. You look at a show like Dexter, which started really strong. The first season was fantastic. But then every season after that got worse and worse and worse. Why? Because it outran the books or something like yeah. that? Yeah. And they just they lost their way somewhere <laughs> along. Oh, man. The Miami Road. I blood. love that because I never watched that show at all, but I always hear people bring up that they hate the way that the show concluded. It's like famously yeah. dis- despised. It's one of those. 
But aren't we starting to see this this problem with movies now too? Because you get like the Marvel Universe, which most people really like. It's over a dozen movies now. In that, all some of these are just incredible movies. We were talking about Civil War earlier. But there are moments you're like, yeah, that part was, that movie wasn't as great. Or remember when Iron Man did this dumb thing? Or remember when Cap Suit looked silly? So even yeah. like in the movie universe, you're seeing that because the episodic thing. Because those movies are definitely handcuffed to a bigger narrative we know that like some d- directors and people have left because of it handcuffed is is a strong word they're obviously connected and they'll be remembered as being connected but i do think that years and years and years from now we're going to be talking about like the first iron man movie different than we are going to be talking about like thor 2 or something like that so the the movies those movies get to exist by themselves and they exist in the larger narrative of the Marvel Cinematic Universe whereas no one's going to be like man Stranger Things episode 3 that was great <laughs> we yeah. we just aren't allowed to separate those the way we can say remember that first Iron Man movie remember what a game changer that was yeah. but d- don't you think it's harder for movies to it's it's harder for movies to get audiences to connect to the characters instead of allowing the characters to develop in their own time and let the audience choose which characters they love and why instead movies have to almost from the very beginning have to establish to the audience here is your typical hero like you look at the Indiana Jones movies and the first time you meet Indiana Jones, he's a larger than life hero who's stepping out of the shadows to do something crazy and brave and adventurous. And you are very clearly pointing at this character as a movie maker and saying, here is your hero like him, invest into him. And now the rest of the movie will be more interesting to you. Yeah. But you're not going to get three episodes about what happened to him as a kid. Right. In television, you have more time to develop that. You do, and you have more time to blow it. That's true. Because was it ever in question that we all loved Indiana Jones? No, but they, but Indiana Jones is like is a type where they have to create these moments where it's obvious, here is your hero. They, yeah, there are limitations and there are advantages for sure. It'd be really difficult to replicate Walter White on the big screen. Uh, the, who, what antiheroes can you point at that are as compelling and maybe conflicting? Uh, DJ from Hustle and Flow. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> or like Hannibal or something like that. Hannibal Lecter is <laughs> an antihero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are we There's calling a lot him of Hannibal. Huh? We're not calling him villains. Hannibal um, becomes a, no. He's an antihero from movie one. He helps them catch Buffalo Bill, and in the second movie he rises to like the status of full-blown hero he's like carrying clarice starling to her safety anyway that's a different different podcast i suppose (laughs) (laughs) road to silence of the lambs five uh the point i'm making here bethany's not amused that i think uh that's the laugh she just gave me (laughs) i just don't know i think she's she's losing interest i think that this worked i think that everyone agreed with me by the end of it it sounded like you guys were kind of uh on the fence and you weren't really (laughs) yes and no why are you speaking for (laughs) us i still like i like tv but i i I like movies better so here's how we're going to end uh the episode bethany allen you can begin save or kill which would you save if it meant killing the other? Crap, TV she's going to kill the good one. Or movies. No, <laughs> But Parenthood, she wants to go to Italy and <laughs> her husband doesn't. I love that you actually know <laughs> That's a real Parenthood. story arc? Yeah. It's yeah. a tiny one. She wants to go to Italy and her husband it's doesn't. It's really stressful. There's a lot of <laughs> dynamics. <laughs> it's so stressful. Yes, it is. What about their vacation? It's not a vacation. Camille is, is it about it being having a midlife parents? crisis. Oh. Anyway. Is the show about parenthood? Yep. Okay. Save or kill. I can't do that. That's not fair. Yes, you have. It's the nature of the game. Yeah. Which one? Which one? Um, <laughs> you know, it's like TV walks with you through life <laughs> <laughs> you grew up with dj tanner <laughs> movies are just like <laughs> oh man um how about you come back to me no no you've got to resolve know. it you're, the you're gonna lose them both if you don't pick get out of mm-hmm. here that was such a dad thing to <laughs> <say>. <laughs> that's <laughs> it i'm taking them both away <laughs> 
We're both dangling from the cliff right now if you don't pull. Well, I don't know. You all are going to kill TV, so I feel like I should save TV and kill movies, but. Don't worry about what we're doing. You know the real question here? What about radio, huh? (laughs) 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 Remember when television killed the radio star? (laughs) What about puppet shows? We're basically (laughs) doing a radio show right now. I don't know. I guess I'd kill TV. Revival. You'd kill TV I after guess. all that oh. TV is you're dead. Just, you're it's just annoying to that you're putting me in a corner. Yeah, you're not being true to <laughs> yourself. I just like, think about how many times I've watched You've Got Mail. Mm-hmm. It would be dead. I know. It would be dead I'm and like, gone. I'm sure someone I would like make the television I like when things wrap up in two and a half show. hours. I don't know. Or you'd have to kill you know off I, you Ugly Betty. You know what I think I'll do? <laughs> I think I'll save TV. No, don't no, do that. Yeah, I think I will. You spend way more time watching television than movies. That sure sounds like You don't know my life. So no, just just as a mathematical fact, yeah. there's far more television yeah, in the world than know, movies. I don't know. I'm just torn, split down the middle. Well, you've said both so far. <laughs> so can you pick one? Okay, Patrick's turn. <laughs> I can't decide. Patrick, would you say that wasn't very satisfying? Yeah. We'll, we'll make her in the episode. I would. I would save movies. Duh. Yeah, that's yeah. the right thing to do, Tyler. Yeah, I'd save movies. Of course you would. You feel a tiny bit conflicted, though. I I, I regret yeah. that someone has to die here, but... <laughs> yeah, but that means That's we just lose a friends. Thing. It means we lose Seinfeld. These are things that have shaped our culture. Sure, sure yeah. yeah. But I'd like to think that in this parallel universe, we're creating uh, Larry David found his, no, he found his home in screenwriting. No, he didn't. <laughs> he did not. He and, is dead. And he didn't write that bad. <laughs> he died. No movie. <laughs> he is dead. And He's nothing dead? of that exists. Oh, no, yeah. he's just some yep. non-famous, non-wealthy <laughs> Jewish guy. Go walking around having awkward conflicts <laughs> with people over <laughs> weird social situations. Thinking, wouldn't it be funny <laughs> if we could tell this story? He is Brokeback Mountain? Is that, that what you just said? Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> what? What, what does that mean? <laughs> a gay cowboy? <laughs> <laughs> he's a gay cowboy? Sure. I don't think so. I just mean he's broke. Broken Which man. one are you going to save if it means killing the say other? Say it. You say yours. I did. I was. Hello. I'm the one who orchestrated this. I would save. I would happily I'd let yeah. movies fall to. I mean, let It'd TV no, fall. Quite a twist if he chose to save television. That'd right be now. great if you did this on television. Just forget it. Because you guys are killing. T- you're killing it. I. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I think it's part of my family culture. You're, what? Your <laughs> like decisions happening up, in a my vacuum. Family, my mom watches TV a lot. Like I thought you watched movies too. We do. We go see movies a lot. She's got her so yearly popcorn bucket that she takes to the movies with her every time. She absolutely does. What about Mac and Me and Flight of the Navigator? I know. Those are gone from your childhood. Compliance. And you've got mail and all that. I don't know. Choose yeah, one. Compliance. You have to do it. Just do it. And it'll live on forever in this podcast. Mm-mm. I think I'm going to save TV. What? Oh, gosh. Yep. You hate movies. <laughs> you do. You enough to kill them. <sighs> no more theater popcorn for you. I can have theater popcorn whenever I want. No, you I'm don't even know the concept life. of theater popcorn. It never existed. Mm, I made it up. Popcorn probably never house, exists. In my kitchen. You guys, this is stupid. Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies. Are you offended that we didn't explore every possible argument for why TV is better than movies or movies are better than TV, now's your chance to let us know. Go to youhatemovies.com and leave a comment on this episode. While you're there, check out Josh's blog on why movies are always better than TV. I think that you'll find it convinces you no matter what. It's objectively correct. Also, you can let us know how offended you are on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at youhatemovies. 